The Carmichael Dave Show. He's on the microphone when he's not on the microphone. He's playing a song, and when he's not playing a song, he's on the microphone, and then boom! With Jason Ross. No, he didn't! Yes, he did! Call or text at 916-339-1140. It's the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross on Sacktown Sports. I don't know where I pulled Waukegan out of in the last segment. I don't either. Somebody said Waukegan Murray. Ah, Waukegan. <laughs> Wa Murray. <laughs> liberty, 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 liberty. Oh, where's the squeak? We have to do it again. Liberty, 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 liberty. That is honestly, that's a new part of the show. Yes. One of my favorite jokes was someone, all right, gun to your head. You have to make a jingle in five seconds. Do it. Liberty, 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 liberty. <laughs> Seriously. It works. You got to wonder the people that do that, though. First off, I think there's probably pretty good money in it, right? Like, if you can do yeah. it. Yeah. And if it sticks around, that's, yeah, it's there forever. And we, we, I, I love jingles. Because I will be the one, I have walked around the house and just, liberty, 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 just out of nowhere, anytime. Jason, I still, you probably know where I'm going. What jingle to this day? Do I sing around the house randomly? Well, it's probably from this station. It is from this station. Uh, there's probably two on your mind. Actually, no, I don't. I don't have it right now. No, you don't. Yeah, but, but I know once you say it, I'll go. Oh yeah, because um, there's two. But one I do more than anything. But mainly that's just because I replace some of the lyrics, which is actually weirdly a hint right there. Um, this the ones to this day I still sing. Okay. Are Jeff Tarbell's talking money? I'll just, talking money. I'll just roll, talking in, money. roll around the house yeah. sometimes and out of no, like I'll be at home with the dogs. Yeah. And like something good will happen. Yeah. Like I'll. Uh, You'll have I'll, made a good sandwich. I'll made a good sandwich. I'll, I did that yesterday, by the way. I made the home runs, dude. I was so in the mood for a sandwich because all I've been eating was junk in, in, in New York. So I went to the store. I got a giant French roll. You dig out the uh, you dig out a lot of the dough out of there, right? The, after you cut it in half, right? And then I went uh, oil and vinegar, uh, pepper, uh, celery, salt. I cut up a little line. Of, this is my secret. My my thing. I cut up a uh, little lines of cream cheese. Put the cream cheese in there, right? And it's kind of sticky too. So then you nail you you put your lettuce, your tomato, all that stuff, roast beef, ham. Turkey, sliced pepperoncinis. Uh, I think I mentioned celery salt, black olives. Put that sucker back up, and then this is the toughest part. But man, it's so worth it. Mayo, mustard, all that. You put the top on the sandwich, right? And then you take some cellophane and you roll the sandwich up super tight in the cellophane, and you got to put it in the fridge for half hour before you touch it, because everything melds together, and it becomes. It goes from being a sandwich to a sandwich. Oh, it's a sandwich. It's a sandwich. And oh my God, it was so good. Then you just took a bite and you're like, mm, talking money. Talking money. That's my like, I'm happy about something. Okay, weirdo, party of one. Sandwich. Did you figure out the other one or I no? didn't. Uh, <clears throat> well, no, I don't think so. What There's one that's stuck in everybody's head here because whenever you start it, they have to finish it no matter what. Is it an old it, jingle? Old jingle. That we don't play anymore? No. So, 
Mine is Paramount Equity. Hmm. Paramount Equity. <laughs> and then I always throw in a line. That's yeah. it's like the even flow of jingles by Pearl yeah. Jam. You don't know what the second line is, but you go for it. What are you saying? What, what's yours, Chris? We want to see you. In a... Yeah. I have ATM mortgage. Home loans for life. <laughs> that's where I thought you were going. No, that's a really good one, though. Especially because... Well... The one that Jason and I have had, the lyrics. yeah. The one that Jason and I have done for a long time, and we still didn't even know what the product is, but it was one that would just go the water. What the water? What? The water. Yeah, I don't it's know. Like, this. I think it's for no. I don't even know, Chris. Was it for mowing? Yes, I think that's yeah. it. I think I saw at the store. It was. I think it's like a water filter or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but for the longest time, it was airing. I'm like, what are they saying? And then I think once we realize it was the water, then like that's all they say. The water. Yeah. Does it count as a jingle? Because you said the whole liberty, 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 liberty. But does Limu, Emu, and Doug, that's t- technically a jingle yeah, too, the, right? Yeah, put music behind Limu, Emu, and Doug. Which, weirdly enough, I don't know if anybody caught this. Okay, we got to get off topic here. Sorry. <laughs> ADD. Anybody catch that the Limu, Emu, and Doug is like a spiritual second cousin to Captain Caveman and son? Okay. It's the same tenor, uh-huh. and it's the same idea. Captain Caveman and son. I don't really remember and son. Oh, and son was always there, yeah? I thought. Oh, oh, it was always that? I thought. Okay. Well, now this might be one of those Carmichael Dave memories where it was on there for one episode, and I, that's I, all I remember. We should try. You know what? I think. Well, I know probably. Mo- I know one of our salespeople is listening. Maybe two. Hi. I think we should have a thing. I think we should get uh, one of our clients that's running stuff on the station right now. That um, I. This is a great idea for summer. I think if if we have a client on the station that does not have a jingle currently. I think you should request a jingle, and we, at the three of us, come up with a jingle. Our own jingles and see which one wins. Have everybody vote. Oh, like the three of us, like we each, oh, yes, that's even better. Yes, we all come up with a jingle, have everybody vote, and then the winner, like we actually do the jingle for them. Like free of charge, added value. Yeah. We're helping salespeople and out And right they get talked about that, that a brand, lot. that product. A lot. Yeah. We just basically become a jingle writing factory. <laughs> Here on Saturday. Jiffy Lube is for you. <laughs> Chris is in the lead. <laughs> His is very rock. <laughs> it really it, it really is a little South Park. Yeah. Jiffy Lube <laughs> is for you. <laughs> squeak, squeak. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, hey, the Kings played really well last night. <laughs> you can make a jingle for them, <laughs> for the Kings. Let the beam. <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's noon my time right now. What am I doing here? It's Is it? Yeah. No, you're off. No, it's not no... four hour difference. <laughs> yes, I was in Nova Scotia, Jason. I didn't tell you that either. Um, fifth in the West, uh, another triple double and charging. And charging hard, and they play uh, Miami tonight. Yes. Second half of back-to-back. First game back from a short road trip. Short road trip, but we've seen this this game before. Yeah. Uh, Here's Harrison Barnes. Yeah, I mean, I think it was um, 
one of our more complete games on both sides of the basketball that we've had. And I think that's a, been a big challenge for us, just being consistent. You know, we can do it for a quarter, we can do it for three quarters, but, you know, putting together that consistent game um, that we did today is something that we've, we struggled with. So it was good to kind of get over that hump and do that. Fire wings, fire wings. Everybody loves fire wings. They're so good in your mouth. Soaked in buttermilk all night long. Hey, here comes your fire wings. <laughs> See, that's easy. There might be some licensing issues. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, it was a great game last night. Harrison Barnes said, different players stepping up, right, HB? Yeah, I think... Um one thing we talked about before the season, one thing that's been true for us during the season is um, just being aggressive, you know, in the, in the shots that you have, you know, whether it's me, Malik, Trey, Kevin, uh, Keegan, whoever it is, obviously Fox and Domas every single night are going to have the opportunity to go out there and get theirs. But for everyone else, it's just be ready to step up when your time is called. So um, that's what we just try to do every single night. Mm. I mean, honestly, it, 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 he's right. And I also like to see, I don't know how to plug in everything like some of these nerds out there. And I say nerds is always with love, but like when uh, Harrison Barnes scores over 15, the Kings are blank. When Kevin Herter scores 15 or more, the Kings are blank. I'll bet you it's really good. Yes. Mm. Between him, Murray and Herter, like those three. Really good, Jason. Talking Hoblet. No. Okay. Hey, John. John. John, hi. John. Hi, how are you? Welcome back, Dave. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. It's good to be home. Good. Yeah, I was watching the game last night, and <clears throat> I was just wondering about the Sabonis and MVP conversation. If he continues on this trend, I mean, how can he really be denied? Yeah, I, I be, well, <laughs> I'll, I'll answer this, John. Mm-hmm. How can he be denied? Because he wears a Kings uniform, number one. Uh, I would I would love to put his numbers up though. I I really would like to see a because who are we thinking here? Doncic, Gilgis Alexander, Tatum, Jokic, Sabonis. I'm sure there's someone else you could throw in there, but let's just say those those five, right? I, I really like to see all their numbers side by side and. I'm pretty sure Sabonis could hang with any – well, I know he would hang with any of them, but they'll find some dumb, stupid, idiot reason as to why – like they said, dude, it's like empty calories, you know? Yeah, but uh, right now he's averaging a triple-double about, what, every other game, roughly? Yeah. So if he does that for the remainder of the schedule, it'd be about 13 more, put him at 33. That'd be really hard for people to, it, even at ESPN, to look at and say, hey, yeah, sorry, he's a Kings guy, so can't do it. Well, you've got your East Coast bias, which is, I, I would argue that Nikola Jokic, no offense to Joel Embiid, but Nikola Jokic should be on a three MVP run right now. Um, yes. And I, 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 you know, again, having come, having watched the Kings and Spurs start at 10 p.m. my time last, I, I understand even though it's unfair, the East Coast bias. But, John, to your point, right now, DeMontis Sabonis is uh, is averaging well. Let me, uh, 20.1 points, 13.2 boards. That's first. He's fifth in assists in the league at 8.4. He's eighth in the league in field goal percentage at 62%. Whereas Jokic, 26.1 points. So he's averaging exactly six more points. Uh, he's averaging one less rebound. 
And weirdly enough, he's still averaging uh, nine-tenths of an assist more, 9.3 to 8.4. Uh, they're fourth and fifth, respectively, on 58%. Th- those are fa- – I probably, if I'm being non-biased, I'd probably have to give it to Jokic, especially since the Nuggets have a better record. I'd give him the edge right now. But there's room to catch up, and right now Sabonis is, is, is really catching up to, to Jokic pretty quickly. Oh, I love those numbers. I had one more question. Um, I don't know if it was just because it was just so wonderful to see Fox last night just locking down Harden and really, and I do love angry De'Aaron Fox, but uh, I was really surprised he didn't get defensive player of the game. Who did get defensive player of the game? Do, do we know Harrison, Harrison Barnes. Barnes? Oh, Harrison Barnes did. Thank yeah. you, John. Yeah, um, I'm surprised Fox didn't either. Fox got it the last game, but I mean, three steals that locked down on James Harden for a couple of plays. Yeah. What did Harrison Barnes do? <laughs> you know what else happened probably here in this in this DeMontis Sabonis talk? Uh, uh, oddly enough, I think um, Russell Westbrook might have desensitized the triple-double to people. Because remember, the first year he won the MVP, he averaged a triple-double. It was like, that's ridiculous, which it was. It was. They needed it two more years in a row. It was like, eh. And like, then wait, Har- no, that's not a, eh. Didn't like, Harden do it, too? I don't know if he did it for a season. Okay. But it either was close. way. But Westbrook did it two yeah. more years, and people weren't that impressed anymore. And then and then you, you would argue, okay, but you can be more impressed when a center almost does it. But then Nikola Jokic yeah. has also, to your point, I think desensitized people to the idea yeah. of the big man who's a, a triple threat. Right. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it all. We'll take a break. When we return... Have the last three games made you a bigger believer in this squad? We've got G-Man post-game with uh, Keegan Murray. And if we get a chance, last night's ESPN call. We'll tell you about it. Excuse me. Next. Carmichael Dave. He has very good sources, and he, he just kind of tells it as it is and gets to the point. Jason Ross. He has a lot of pretty smart things to, to say. He's good at what he does. On Sacktown Sports. Yeah, Jason, um, look, I... I Listen... Look, listen, our our colleague Kyle Draper. Drapes. And uh and Katie, who you know I I, I love dearly. She's uh, on this show on Wednesdays. Uh, she is every Wednesday. That's right. Yeah. Uh they were on the call last night. And uh-huh. But I can't dunk. I say that I say that with love because you know, look, when the Kings did are Did you the cheat end, on them last night? I did. I did. Wow. I did. You know, look, when the Kings are on and maybe this will go away after our third or fourth championship when we're on, like, all the time on national TV. Record with them. No. Yeah. But when the Kings are on, and when I, and when I say national TV, I'm talking like ESPN, TNT. Yeah. You, know? you want to hear what they're saying about the Kings? I do. I want to hear the national media because we don't get a chance. That's understandable. And, and how they, they call everything. And I I say this with no – everything I'm about to say has nothing to do with Beth Moens. I like Beth, and I, I think she does a fine job. And I think she did a great job last night. <clears throat> I I don't know Bob Myers personally, and none of this is personal, but he and I were kind of talking during the break. Uh, he's not ready to be a, an analyst. Okay. Um, Explain. What, what, what did he do? Because I didn't hear him. Yeah, he – obviously, Bob has a lot of NBA knowledge. Of course. Of course he does. Architect of this dynasty. 
but he does he he sounds like he does not have a a vast plethora of x and o knowledge and when you're an analyst now sure you can get away with that sometimes but it very much almost sounded like bob was trying to do a podcast last night rather than Hmm. be an analyst for a game and the homer part of me also and i admit look this is where my my purple bleeds out but I swear to God, the, the whole thing. And welcome to L.A. where the Clippers are going to take on a team. Uh, everybody, uh, the Clippers are doing that. Let's talk about Sacramento real quick. Uh, you know, they're still here. All right, back to the Clippers. And <laughs> then all night long, it's it, it really felt very much, for Bob at least, if if you if, if I had listened to audio of Bob Myers last night, I honestly would have thought that was the Clippers' home broadcast. It was okay. just very Clipper-centric. Okay. And even when the Kings were, well, winning the whole game and winning in the end, it was very much like, okay, what the Clippers need to do here, and here's what the Clippers... And and it's like, I understand that there is a balance. Um, There's a balance when you're doing a national game. And Mark Jones is great at this because he is a Kings announcer, yet does national games. And when he does a national game involving the Kings, I think he does a really good job at balancing out the two. It was really, really difficult listening to Bob not only not really have a lot of great insight, but I don't know what the Kings have to do to get to get that that national love and respect. Uh, I know it's coming in some aspects, but it, it certainly wasn't there last night. It was a very much a dud of a broadcast, especially following Mark and I think uh, I think it was Mark and Doris last night before. Uh, uh I, oh, in. the Warrior game. I'm not sure, but I was wondering. Yeah, I know Mark it was Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Mark. It was was Mark. Doris there too? Though that was my question. I know Mark's on the call tonight here. Um, I thought it's usually yes, Mark I and think Doris. so. Okay, well, so, yeah. but they were. That's the one thing I wondered when I realized the Kings were on ESPN, um, the Warriors were on ESPN. Earlier in the day, ABC had two games as well. I'm like, wow, the ABC ESPN is stretching out their crew. I mean, they're going four deep today, right? Because they had the two ABC games in the morning and morning and midday with the Lakers. It was what the uh, Bucks, Sixers, and the yeah. Lakers, Suns, and then yeah. the Warriors, Nuggets, and Kings, Clippers. So they used all of their crews. I think that's how we got to. And I think Bowen's that's where, yeah, Myers. that's where that's yeah. where we got to that. Because I, I, I think Dave Passion, Hubie Brown were on a game, mm-hmm. and then you had Breen. I don't remember seeing Bob do any color commentary before. Yeah, I'm sure he's he has. Been in studio, but yeah, yeah, he's been a studio guy, and I think that's where he'd shine. Again, it's no offense to Bob, and, and look, I'll be fair to Bob. For all we know, they were like, "Hey, dude, we really need like this is an emergency. Can you help out?" And Bob yeah. was like, ah, "I don't really want to. I'm not that great, and I don't know what I'm doing." Oh, you'll be fine, Bob. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Beth. Will take care of everything. And maybe Bob was just in a bad spot. I don't know. I just know he wasn't great. In my opinion, it wasn't great. And there was a there was a pretty serious seeming uh clipper bias there but here we are whatever you know what i'll say this and this is just my opinion if we can get the result we got last night bob myers can call our games right bob myers can you know what katie go on vacation yeah if if that means a win i love you i love you girl keep paying her but i don't care it was a win last night i can promise you this i'd be a lot more pissed off about myers if we lost last night which Seemed like it was close there for a second. In the yeah. meantime, that's not what happened. They won their third in a row. Uh, they're on a roll, if you will. Is that is that count as on a roll, Jason? I think so. It qualifies. I think that counts as uh, them being Something on a rolling. roll. And uh, G-Man caught up with Keegan Murray post-game. Various players for television and radio interviews. And uh, Demata Sabonis oh. is going to chat with 
the TV folks don't see anybody in the vicinity of the headset at the moment. I'm down here. Oh, there you are. Keegan, I did, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm down I was here. looking in the wrong. <laughs> Told you. It's classic Keegan. I'm down here. Don't forget about me. You know, last night could arguably have been Keegan Murray's most emotional outburst yes. on the floor. He he called for a review. Yeah. Which they didn't review it, right? Or no, it was terrible because they look, I said, it right in. I when it happened live, I thought it was off Keegan. Yeah. But when Keegan did that, I go, he's never done never. that. You have to hundred percent. You have to hundred percent. And then you see the replay. I go, oh, he's right. He, of course, he was yeah. right. And the guy who knew it was off him was Kawhi. Kawhi got the ball quickly from the officials. Just and rushed it right it, back he in. Knew. And meanwhile, the Clippers challenge a call earlier in the game. Get it wrong, but get it right because they just challenged who the who the foul was on. Yeah. Like, That's a stupid rule. Yeah. That's a stupid loophole. Meanwhile, our guys, it's like there's a question and Kawhi Leonard's allowed to insta-pass it in. <laughs> yeah. I'm and, down here. And then I think there was, a, well, I don't, I know, I forget the the game, uh, the the play, but there was another one where Kawhi, or Kawhi, where Keegan was called for a foul, and he just kind of threw his hands up like, I don't know what I did wrong there. And it's like for Keegan, that's what De'Aaron did when he got the tactical yes. foul. And Angry Keegan. I had to go back. Keegan and, mad. Keegan mad. <laughs> I want to hear that again. I'm here. The moment. I'm down here. <laughs> oh, there you are. Keegan, I did. I'm sorry. I was looking in the wrong spot. I so I missed you. I, I was down at the other end where Antoine is standing, and I, I apologize. Oh, you're all good. Well, thank you. And this is two games in a row that we get to chat a little bit. You're talking about how the Kings were able to uh, after, to respond to the challenge. What if Keegan was, okay, top five on your list of most unexpected things. What if Keegan was like, make that mistake again, and this will be the last time you're, uh, you I interview me. And you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Liberty, liberty, liberty. <laughs> After the Clippers had cut it to five on a couple of different occasions, what what stood out to you in, in making that response? Uh, I feel like our effort was there the whole game. Um, it's NBA teams are going to go on go on little runs. Um, so we knew that um, they're capable of, of getting on a run, and we just had to keep our composure and um, just finish it out. One of the areas tonight that you excelled, you had 11 points, you had eight rebounds, you also had an assist and a steal and a block shot. You were doing a little bit of everything. I didn't ask you the other night, but I'm intrigued. You get these tough defensive assignments every night. And tonight, you look at this Clipper roster that's loaded with Hall of Famers. How do you approach these games when you, when you know that, you know, the team is relying on you to get defensive stops? Uh, I mean, it's fun um, being able to be a guy they can rely on to guard um, the best players in the world. Um, not many people get that opportunity, so each night I just want to take advantage of it and just uh, make make life hard on them. Are you at all surprised that you're getting these opportunities in just your second year of NBA basketball? Uh, I feel like last year they kind of threw me in the fire a little bit, um, <laughs> gar- guarding a lot of really good players, even if I wasn't capable of it. So um, just learning learning that in the offseason, obviously getting a little stronger, a little faster helps a lot too. I want to ask you about Demodis Sabonis once again and, and, and what he brings. Another triple-double tonight, and the guy is just relentless, and he just plays every possession so hard. He gets bumped around and smacked in the face so many different times. What kind of admiration do you have for him? Yeah, I mean, he makes the game look easy. Um, not many people know what uh, he's going through um, or what he's uh, – everyone just looks at his box score. So um, to see him being able to compete every night, whether he's sick, whether he's banged up, um, things like that. It's just it's really cool to see. You know, as we break, you and I had a great opportunity last year uh, in Portland uh, on the clinch 
to sit in the room with Keegan and have an extended visit yeah. with him. And the funny thing is, like, his personality, which is a great personality, yeah. often takes over for the fact that if you looked at a transcript of his interviews, he's incredibly insightful. He's actually a really, really good interview. We just focus on how he's kind of quiet. Yeah, his tone. You know, his tone and all that, but... It's going to be really fun. I can't wait for Keegan Murray, the like ten year veteran, multiple time All Star. Like he, he, we we say he seems very like if Tim Duncan and Kawhi Leonard had a baby. And I lean more towards Tim Duncan, to be honest with you. The more we get to know him, but it's going to be really interesting to see. Right now, he's so young. Yeah. But when he's the vet presence, how that works for him and his personality. Yeah, I still go back to his opening day press conference here when he's talking. I think someone asked him. You could just tell I didn't know a lot about him. Mm-hmm. He's being interviewed. Like, wow, this guy's pretty mild mannered. And he said he had issues, like as a, like as with a temper. And you're thinking, wait, you did? Mm-hmm. When? Where? When? Yeah. And like, yeah, I think there was like a full course correct, as and it's a gone. Baby? It's gone like a total like on the court though. Apparently, he had it like Ooh. when he was growing up. Next time we talked, we gotta yeah. ask him more about that. Because you're just going, I don't see it at all, like anywhere. Like sometimes you right. go, oh, there it is. Like I don't see it. Uh-uh. Like what's the angriest you've ever gotten? Not you. But yeah, yeah, but it must have been right. before for him. Hey, Bob Ross, Joy Painting, he used to be a, a drill sergeant, yeah. all right? And then he saw some stuff, yeah. and then something happened, and dude dude ended up being the most calm. Like, Bob Ross, Keegan Murray could do Joy Painting. Yes. Like, 100%. So maybe it's just one of those. Like, one day you have a moment, and you're like, you know what? Not doing it anymore. Not getting angry ever again. We'll take a break. When we come back, uh, Miami tonight versus the Kings. Revenge game. No Jimmy Buckets. What will happen? We'll preview it next. <laughs> Black and purple. It's the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross on your local sports leader, Sattown Sports. Don't say it enough, say it again. I'll say this. Thank you to everyone joining us uh, in your cars, wherever you may be, on the YouTube. And uh, what's our official name? Oh, the chat mob for just chatting away. Chatting like it's they've never chatted before. Love it. Love to see y'all. Hit thumbs up. one 800 That's your phone number. You can text us at 916-339-1140. Uh, from the 801, we need to get Keegan to read out song lyrics or do karaoke or both. Can you imagine Keegan reading the lyrics to Baby Got Back? I can. And I think that would <laughs> I'm actually, down here. That'd be very, very funny. Um, what are my notes here? here? Down, I'm down here. Uh, oh, I said earlier, Jason, that I, I was, I was, I was singing the praises of the New Jersey Turnpike. Yes. Yeah. I also uh, let me throw this in there too. After a couple of stops and starts, uh, literally, I gotta also I gotta compliment New York, dude. The subway system's actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Like two dollars and eighty five cents wherever you want to go, uh, each way, and obviously you can buy like cards and stuff. Sure, but. We, we took that sucker everywhere, man. I mean, we had to Uber a couple of times, but we subwayed it. And, you know, you, you just you go on your Yahoo or Google Maps and it tells you the letter to look for and which way it goes. And there, were, there was a couple of, oh, this isn't the one, mm-hmm. go over here. But then you get on and look, I know if I did it like every day of my whole life and we see the videos of like the bad things. And yes, there were some 
colorful characters here. Smells and stuff. A couple of, yeah. my daughter almost stepped in uh, something, you yeah. know, at one point. But um, I, I, that that's a real, for how big everything is, I, I was really kind of impressed with how well thought out. Yeah. Well, it's a good experience for your kids, though. Oh, my goodness. To go through that. Just riding the riding the subway with my son to the, to the ball game and just looking over and like the, the, I almost, I felt the whole time like, God, are they too young? Like, I don't think so. I think they'll, re- they'll remember this. Oh, they should. I yeah. would hope so. Oh, absolutely. 16 and 15. Absolutely. That's, like, I remember what I, yeah. but, but just, it, 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 it's just, a, a, there's so many people there, man. And then, to, and by the way, it was always like in the thirties, high twenties the whole time. Wow. I'll be honest, man. Picked a great day to come back yesterday. I, you know, so yesterday you got back. Yeah, I was going to say Saturday was incredible. Yesterday was really good, though, too. Saturday was amazing. Yeah, we landed Saturday night about 1030, yeah. and, I w- and I took my jacket off when I got outside. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was, it, was, it was warmer at 1030 at night than we'd seen in an entire week. Yeah. And that's one thing you forget about out here, plus the fact that not everybody's honking at you. Yes. Um, the Kings play Miami tonight because of – the, the the brawl with New Orleans on Friday. Yeah. Uh, Butler, Bryant, and Jovich will all be out. By the way... And there was some thought that more would be, but that's... Bam Adebayo left the bench. Yeah. Can we get can we review that a little close? Can we challenge why the review? Can't, why can't you review that? Yeah. Well, they do, but... Uh, yeah. Then what, what... How did he not leave the bench? Yeah. By the way, Frank and Farrow, congratulations. You are a Jiffy Lube driver. Hey, winner. Frank. Uh, shout that out. Yeah. My goodness gracious. One... Hundred dollar gift certificate to Jiffy Lube just for just for listening. It's that easy. There'll be another one tonight. Tomorrow at seven forty five. That is right. And yeah. coming up, we will have a uh, three in the key as well. So uh, Kings lost uh, late last month, not that long ago, not even a month ago, to the Heat in a, a pretty close game uh, down in Miami. Heat were uh, struggling. And here's the thing: Eric Spolster is a wonderful coach. If the Kings go into tonight thinking that they've got it covered. Uh, they're going to wake up tomorrow after Duncan Robinson has 54 or whatever the hell <laughs> stupid crap happens. Um, and uh, they're not going to be happy. Like, <clears throat> this is where good teams become great teams. You, you got to win these games. You just have to. Is it a must win? No. It's a you really need to win, win, especially with this road trip. Yeah, coming up. the stuff we talked about before, as as excited as we are to have all these home games, this is one of them. I mean, you'd rather play Miami here than there. Um, Yeah, it's second out of a back-to-back. You're playing better. You've won three in a row. You finally made yourself back up to fifth. Mm -hmm. Uh, You lose, you're going to slide tonight. You're the only one playing in the West. The only other team in the West playing tonight is Memphis. Uh So I'm going to sneeze. Oh, oh. (laughs) bless you. Thank you. Hey. Um, but I, I think it's important for them to get right back and keep this thing going in the, in the right way, knowing that Denver's Wednesday, Minnesota's Friday, both on the road. Um, yeah, tonight tonight's really important. I mean, with Jimmy Butler is an, a really important part of what Miami does. Certainly they're more than capable of coming in here and causing problems, but um, just keep keep this. The starting five is really locked in right now yeah, for they the are. Kings. And it, as long as Monk does what he does, I mean, your top six, if they're cooking – Kings can beat a lot of teams. You have a guy in De'Aaron Fox that's always going to be in the conversation for Clutch Player of the yeah. Year. You have a guy in DeMontis Sabonis who, though not being an all-star, uh, is going to be in your MVP conversation. Yeah. And you have a guy in Malik Monk that many say is the front runner right now, certainly top two, top three for sixth man of the year. So you have you have pieces. Yeah. Um, and De'Aaron, by the way, because remember we, there's been some shows where like, 
is he okay? Like, he's still getting right. 20, but he just doesn't look the same. The last four, De'Aaron has been really good. I mean, it, he's in that 30, about 33 points per game average now. And shockingly, after a little bit of a, a break. Right. And uh, while I was gone, he said to somebody, I forget who, not important, but he, he finally acknowledged he had a shoulder issue, yes. which we all were kind of like, okay, something's off with this dude. And he obviously doesn't really want to talk about it. We respect that. Uh, and that's nothing new, by the way. Players generally don't want to talk about their injuries. They don't want to give opponents any sort of a, a leg up at all. Uh, Trey Young, by the way, is going to have surgery. He's out uh, at least four weeks just cleaning up some stuff uh, from the last week. He's going to be out a month. Um, and uh, Steve Kerr, nice big fat extension for uh, the Golden State Warriors. That's the right move. Yeah, he's trying to – I mean, I guess he wants to be there with Steph. Steph wants to be there with him. They are going to match that up for the next two years. So, um, yeah, there, there's some things to watch really on a nightly basis. I think we're in a good spot. I said this last week, David. Like, to me, the way the season started for the NBA, they that, that was a nice little surge with the in-season tournament. I think that went better than they thought. Yes. The clunker that was All-Star Weekend feels like a low point. Now what's ahead? This sprint to the finish where the Western Conference on a nightly basis is going to be great – legitimately we're talking about four to five people that can win the MVP. Yes. Um, I, I think there there's, this is a good regular season finish for the NBA. And I think it's gonna be good, which should lead into a, a great postseason. Um, and I think as we talked about earlier, the Kings are in a good spot. They're in a good spot, but you have to win the games you're supposed to win. I know that's like super simplistic. Yeah. But you just you can't have any more of this home losses to Detroit stuff. You you, you you can't do it. You are the Kings gonna have a stinker between now and the end of the year? I'm sure they are. But Absolutely. then you got to make up for it with one you're not supposed to win. Right. You know you, you got to make up with it with one you're not supposed to win. Yeah. They, to, they have to do that. To me, the way I look at it, you're going to lose. We know that. You want to be defeated, not give the other team the game. So if last night the Clippers outplayed the Kings and you lost, you're like, well. Clippers are good, have a better record. You're on their home floor. They beat you. Right. But that didn't happen. My point being, like, can Miami beat you tonight? Sure, but make sure they beat you. Like, honestly, I know you brought up the Spurs loss or the Spurs win, why it was so narrow. I thought the Spurs played great. They did. So it would have been a bad home court loss, but you're going, you know what? They played really well. I didn't feel like the Kings gave them that game. Now, Sacramento still won, had right. to do an 11 2 run to finish. But um, that's how it has to be. It has to be another team comes in your in here and or there and beats you. Well, and the Spurs not only played well, but also the Spurs are almost impossible to game against because, and we we haven't talked enough about this. We'll take a break. But Victor Wembanyama, uh, if healthy, is a generational superstar. Yep. There's no other way to yeah. put it. He is a he's just star. I mean, like he's not there. He's not even doesn't even know everything yet. He's so raw. Yeah. I mean, we're talking LeBron, Kobe, Jordan, Chamberlain, Jabbar. Like, he looks very much like if healthy and if he continues to grow. I'm talking about his game. He doesn't yeah. grow anymore. Uh, we're talking about a generational talent. We'll take a break. Who's hot? Who's not? We'll recap three in the key for the Kings Clippers. Oh, I was not a part of that. Mm. Well, I'll be rooting for you guys. And uh, Kings Heat. We'll do another one. We'll do that all next. What's hot? Yeah, hot. Real hot. And what's not? It's not good. Brought to you by American Energy Heating and Air, Sacramento's complete heating and cooling company, and second opinion partner. Who's hot? 
Demonis Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Last night, they combined for 55 points, 21 rebounds, 19 assists, and 6 steals in the 123-107 to 107 win over the Clippers. That's good. That's really That's great. That's, they're that's, great. That is good, great, wonderful. Is that me? Yeah. What that was? Uh huh. Sorry, AT and T just apologized to me for Thursday's outage. Yeah, I got that too. Yeah, did I didn't know there was, <laughs> was there an outage? Yeah, whatever. You know who else is going to apologize soon? By the way, the NBA referees to the Lakers. How badly? To LeBron that. last night. Just we didn't get enough free throws. Can't wait for that. How they were up all night. The referees association was just hurting about it. Poor Lakers and their lack of free throws and respect from the referees. Also, Anthony Davis, I'll put him in who's not who's hot. Uh saw this earlier. Who would have thought this? Anthony Davis is eighth in the league in minutes played. Eighth. Good for him. Eighth in the league. Hey, Chris, who's not? The Portland Trailblazers. No way they aren't. Last night in their ninety three to eighty loss to the Charlotte Hornets, they shot thirty four point seven percent from the field. Mm. Three of 32 was from behind the three-point line for a dreadful, dreadful 9.4%. Yuckers. That's not great. Stinky. Yeah, well, they beat us. 93 to 80. What is this, 94? To 80. 80? What? What is this? Is this? Did Larry Johnson play against Rick Mahorn? Yeah, that's not great, dude, at all. And uh, Portland lost at home to Charlotte. Two teams we've lost to this mm-hmm. year, as a matter of fact. Two teams the Kings have beaten, too. <sighs> half empty, half full. By the way, uh, lost in all of that? DeAndre at 26-19. What was Simon's final stat line? Cause that oh, it. Anthony Simons, who actually is one of my I, – I like his game, yeah. but yuckers. Yeah, I'll say it again. Ten points, four boards, four turnovers. He was 2-2 two two from the line. Okay. How about the rest of the shooting? Four of 21. Yikes. And O of eight. Thirsty. Oh, uh, also, uh, who's hot? Hey, let's let's also talk about the Sacramento Kings from the free throw line. We never say it. Mm-hmm. 18 and 22 for 82%. Woo! And a game where they were shot by 13% by the Clippers, who were 95%. They were 19 of 20. That's I missed just, one. The one was the, the for, tech that shouldn't have happened. Right, which was great. Yeah. Ball don't lie, said yeah. a, a great philosopher once named Rasheed Wallace. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Harden, 10 of 10, because he's a free throw merchant. He's such an unethical player. <laughs> he is. He's, yeah, he had 20. I declined the free throws. Right. Yes. That's what an ethical player would ethical do. Ethical player would not play like James. It's just, God, this game is just so hard to watch. It's just, on one hand, I want to be impressed because he just, he He's looks just trying like, to dazzle Dave. He, he just looks like that guy that shows up at the Y and just like is not really in shape. But at the end of the game, he's just like, everyone wants to be on his team, I yeah. guess. Question for you. Yeah. Last time you were at the Y. I know, right? Like, why does anybody say that? I don't know if I've ever been at a Y. Why? Why? I don't know. And I've been married 16 years. I can't even remember. The last time I was at a YMCA. Did they even have them? Yeah. Well. Midtown. Really? On X? Okay, so Sacramento. Oh, they have everything. Needs to be a member. That you'll enjoy. 
you can hang out with all your boys at the YMCA. All right, let's uh, let's see how close. Uh, let's see. There's one in Oroville. Uh, 2021 W Street. W. W. That's where it should there's, have been on Y. There's, there's one in East Sac on J Street. Uh, there's a, one in West Sac. There's one at Cowan Fundamental Elementary on Becerra Way in Sacramento. That's near Miraloma. Oh, those are just like a, attached to high school. So that that's, that's not a real Y. What, what, what does YMCA even stand for? I mean, honestly, young men's Christian. Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here, young men's Christian Association. Okay. Does he used to be able to like rent a room at the YMCA? Are you Is serious? It? Yeah. Well, why don't they have a, a YWCA? They do. They oh, do. they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't even know that we had YMCAs, so that's not my fault. That was equal opportunity ignorance on my part. Let me be clear. Yeah. Hey, you. don't blame me. I was dumb about both of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was equally wrong. I was equally stupid. <laughs> Three in the key right now, please. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. Hop and dodge. They have such good trucks. I want you to go drive them. Think John Tesh should get mad? Working on the jingles. Let's get. No, never mind. Uh, recap three the key. Chris Line, Jason Ross, yes. King Slippers. We made predictions for this, our first one. And uh, Dave, you can play after the facts. See okay. how well you'll do. All right. So if I asked you now, which I am, what was the largest lead held by each team? I would say, I would have said, I, I always like to play what I would have said. And okay. I, I really, I, unlike James Harden, yeah. I try to be ethical. But even if you didn't know, <clears throat> try to play. Then I would say Clippers... 14, Kings 5. Okay. I said Clippers 12, Kings 10. Chris said Clippers 14, Kings 8. So we're all in the same general area. Largest lead for the Clippers was 4. <laughs> Largest lead for the Kings was 18. <laughs> How about if we asked you uh, who would make the last field goal by the Kings? I would have said because the Clippers would be up 15. So I would have said uh, Davion Mitchell. Okay. Um, I said De'Aaron Fox. Chris said it would be a Keegan Murray three, and the correct answer was Davion Mitchell, who hit a three-pointer. So you would have gotten that right. Uh, Then a random stat. What would you have given us? Uh, I would have said Mike Brown would win a challenge. Lost a challenge. Won a challenge. Won a challenge. Lost a challenge. challenge. Something with a challenge. Um, I said that seven players would score 20 or more. Uh, We had five with Barnes and Fox. And then Kawhi Leonard, Norman Powell, and James Harden. So not quite seven. And Chris said that Keegan Murray three would be a game winner. I mean, he made a three. He did. It helped win the game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. There you go. Kings Heat tonight, 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 right here on Sectown Sports. You want to do another three in the key? I mean, we could. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, the Heat will likely play some zone tonight. So one of the ways you break a zone is by hitting some three-pointers after you get those paint touches. So, Dave, how many made three-pointers by your Sacramento Kings tonight? Uh, 13. I have 14, Chris. 16. 16. Dave, last week I offered this up to Chris, so I'm going to ask it to you. How about you pick the second category? Uh, second category. Um, 
Let's go with, because uh, he's the focal point for the Heat tonight. Let's go with uh, Bam Adebayo line. Bam Points, stat line. rebounds, a shish. Okay. What? A shish. Okay. I was doing uh, Sean Connery. Oh. Oh. I'm surprised he didn't know that. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> YMCA. Right on. I like to play in the YMCA. <laughs> Uh, I'll go with uh, I'll go with 26, 10, and three. 26, 10, and three. I'm going to go with 22, nine, and seven. Is that a niner in there? That is a niner. Chris, I'll take 17, 12, and three. <sighs> niner. Too All right, and then random stat. Eric Spolstra will get a technical foul. Oh, Spolstra. Techno foul on Spolstra. You're out of here. I'm going to get another. I'm going to go on a really uh, big one here. Not big one, but uh, Chris Duarte will have double digits. In anything? Points. Okay. Yeah. Double digit points. Does minutes count? Points. Chris Duarte is a fun roller coaster ride. He, he is, and he's on a good part of the roller yes, coaster. Yes, I like right now. it. Is the good part? What is the good part of the roller coaster? Is that at the top? Is that the end? Is it going up the finger? Yeah, when you've made it out alive. Loop de loo. Yeah. Okay. Chris, Jaime Jaquez will have 14 points or more. Jaime Jaquez has junior. Jaime Jaquez. Jaime Jaquez. That would be so much better as junior. Hey, uh, Chris, I got an assignment for you because you're good at this stuff. Uh, is there a way to watch uh, Leeds versus Chelsea uh, FA Cup tomorrow? Because I, I, I don't see it listed anywhere. ESPN Plus. I looked up on the on the ESPN.comer, and sure? uh, it, it usually would list an ESPN affiliate. It's got nothing there. There's, I thought it would be plus two. They've got like every FA Cup game. Maybe they just don't have it then. I was Minus. looking this morning. We'll see that because uh, we got a big derby this weekend against Leeds at the John Smith Stadium in Huddersfield. Big arch rivals, Leeds and Hudders, Huddersfield. Throw the records out. Uh, you gotta throw the records out. Leeds is about to get promoted. They're 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 second in the the league. You know, we're fighting relegation. Big win over the weekend. Comeback win. You know, Huddersfield Town zero and nineteen when giving up the first goal uh, going into last weekend, and now they're one and nineteen. Jason, mm. I was on the streets of Manhattan watching that game on a street corner, and uh, I scared some people because when they scored that second goal, I went, "Get it!" And everyone looked at me and thought I was. Like, yelling at someone to get in a cab uh, right, yeah. or, or just was on something because right. they looked at me like I was one of those New York people. You know, if you see videos that happen in New York with all the craziness, you did a lot to scare people. Yeah, I mean, honestly, and I did. And maybe that's what other people are doing. Maybe they're not being scary. Maybe they're also watching soccer match. It could be. And then the goal scores and they right. freak out. Goal. Goal. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, <laughs> what is it? Frankie Clicks? Yes. <laughs> Frankie Carticelli, Kings Insider for Saptown Sports, joins us right after this.